Hello everybody, welcome to the most recent and probably your new favorite podcast about motorsports. This is Azuduvlan. Good morning, good afternoon, and why not good evening? Here we are again, back on track. We are Azuduvlan. First of all, I'm going to introduce our main engineer, our specialist, as we always say, uh, there in the beautiful Portugal, our friend. João Barata, here I am. Hello, João Barata. How are you doing? I'm good, and you? Over there on the other side of the Atlantic. I am really well. A little bit tired, as I told you <laughs> before starting, but, but very well, very well. My name's Diego. I am trying to be your guest during the next 45 minutes. And we are going to review, we are going to comment, we are going to give our opinions about... The first two stages of the 2022 Formula One Championship. We had a really, really good beginning after the season of all seasons, as someone said over there. Uh, <laughs> and it, <laughs> yeah, and this one, the one that we are in the very, very beginning, is initiating as strong as the one before. We already had two races. Uh, and they were very, very dramatic races there in the um, Middle East for different reasons. Not only explosive, the <laughs> explosive race. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be funny for only for us that we are that are really, really far from that. Uh, and well, there's no much time to spend. Let's go direct to the thing. And well. Where did it all start? Well, the, it all started in Bahrain, the first race. Everyone was really looking forward for the new cars, new regulations, after uh, the season of seasons <laughs> mm -hmm. last year also. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it all started. We, From testing, we thought that maybe Ferrari were strong, Red Bull also, Mercedes with some problems. And funnily enough, What we thought that would happen, happened. Um, and that's not so usual regarding testing. There's always some surprises. But I feel that tests really reflected, especially the last one, really re reflected what happened during the race. Uh, even the McLaren debacle. So, yeah. I think yeah, test, the, the, that, that last testing session... Uh, was really a good way. Now, look, looking back, now we can say that it was a, a good way of getting to know how the forces were <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. um, for the start of the season. And what a strong start, I think, for Formula yeah. One in general. Do you think it would be a, a good idea to improvise a little chart about the, um, the, the testing um, seasons from one to five? Uh, which which were the teams that they were uh, that were doing good and well we understood that Ferrari and Red Bull were good mm -hmm. Mercedes struggling a little bit uh, McLaren also struggling a lot especially in the last in the last session no, not session the last days of testing mm -hmm. we weren't sure about As and Alfa Romeo because they were coming with some pretty quick lap times, but we never know the conditions. But mm -hmm. after all, they they were quick. San Martin seemed a little bit 
on the uh, Aston Martin and Williams seem a little bit on the weaker side. Also confirmed. And Alpine, I had really no idea. But I, uh, and Alpha Tauri seemed like uh, the usual, <laughs> the usual thing for mm-hmm. Alpha Tauri, which is true. And Al- Alpine, I had no idea. But they, until now, they are fighting for points cons- consistently. So yeah, uh, maybe not the step up that they wanted, but uh, a good car, uh, especially okay, so- taking into consideration that they are the only ones with that engine. And the engine, it was was and is an important thing uh, in the beginning yeah. of this season. So this improvised top five has in in the top Ferrari, Red Bull, Red Bull, Mercedes, Mercedes, and I would say, well, then the the last two spots I'm split between us of Romeo and Alpine. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. it, it's tough. <laughs> it's a tough call. Uh, They are almost equal, almost even, uh-huh. I would say. Okay. And I, I would put I would put Alpine, and then Magnussen and Bottas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got to speak about him for sure. And uh, well, with this scenario, we get to the track, uh, and you were just to start speaking about the race when I interrupted about this ranking of the pre-season testing. Mm-hmm. So please go on. First, before the race. It was a really nice qualifying session. Both Ferrari drivers and Red Bull drivers were uh, fighting for pole. Maybe Perez wasn't so quick in this first race, but Leclerc, Verstappen and Sainz were separated by one-tenth of a second. So it was thrilling and suspense until the end <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes. to know who would get the pole. And starting the surprises started in qualifying with Bottas being 6, Magnussen 7 place and on the not so positive side Ricciardo only being 18th and even Norris a little bit better but 13th. I think this would be the main mm-hmm. events of qualifying and after all Leclerc got the pole. First race, first uh, pole for Ferrari. A good way to start the season and going into the race also an even better way to start the season for Ferrari with a 1-2, with Leclerc and Sainz finishing on the top spot. We had an amazing battle for the first position with Mark, Verstappen and Leclerc. Mm-hmm. It uh. seemed like the one from the previous year with Max and Lewis <laughs> uh, on this track. We also started very well on that on that uh, uh, last season. But yeah, unfortunately for Mark, there were some issues with the Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, at least they were two. One of them uh, during the pit stop. Well, the, the the car fall from. Oh, the the elevator thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> during the pit stop, it was thrown, get damaged, and also uh, there was fuel issue. Uh, what do you know about that? Yeah, in both Red Bulls, like I said before, Verstappen had problems, but also Sergio Perez. They were both on. Verstappen was second and Perez fourth. When well. In fact, Perez was third when that happened because Verstappen already had <laughs> quit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah quit. <laughs> so, yeah, but it seemed that it was a similar issue. The pump that sucks the fuel from the engine somehow got air in it. They say that, n- not Red Bull, but people are saying that maybe it was that problem of cavitation because they didn't do a, a low fuel run on testing, mm-hmm. so they didn't know how the car would behave. 
and maybe that was the problem. And so yeah, some some vacuum created on the fuel pump, mm -hmm. and well, not good. Car stop. <laughs> After that, the car stop. So it seemed that that, that it was a relatively easy issue to solve, but a very costly one because there were a lot of points lost. Zero points for Red Bull, zero points for their drivers. Mm -hmm. uh, not a good way to start the championship. And it gave Mercedes the damage limitation that they are so good mm -hmm. at doing mm -hmm. with yeah. Hamilton finishing it, third. It was very hard. Uh, it was very unexpected to, to have a, a double DNF mm -hmm. um, at Red Bull. And it was unexpected also to for, for Mercedes drivers to, to become third and fourth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did the best job with the, with what they had, and with two cars in front of them not finishing. Well, there you go. <laughs> I would like to ask you about the power units. All the teams that are using Mercedes power units are suffering, are struggling <laughs> with their pace. So, but Toto Wolf says there is no problem. That is just a question of uh, drag, which I clearly don't buy, <laughs> because it seems uh, it seems too much of a coincidence that all the teams with Mercedes engines are fighting for uh, pace and for top speed also. They also talked a little bit of, that it was an issue with the new fuel, with 10% ethanol, mm -hmm. that has some challenges. And maybe Mercedes, which was the power unit to beat since 2014, maybe this year, that was a very important year, because as you know, uh, power units will, are, are frozen now. Mm -hmm. You can yeah. only develop them if you have uh, reliability issues. Well, you, you have still like six months for the electrical part or something like that. Uh, but the main, yeah, yeah, but the main thing is done. Uh, and the main thing this year, or the difference, and where they had to research and develop more was because of the fuel change. And that is in the internal combustion engine. So that electrical part, well, it's not the, 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 the thing here where they are having issues. So yeah, if, if they struggle and they have not much more power to extract from their internal combustion engine, not good prospects for the future, at least mm -hmm. power unit-wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's remember that concepts, Aston Martin, uh, Mercedes itself, McLaren and Williams, they are all very different. Not Mercedes and Williams, they are very close, but the other, the other two teams, sorry, are really different and the results are very similar. So the, the thing that is in common, I am trying to reinforce the, the idea you were developing mm -hmm. about the, the power unit. Um, yeah. yeah. The common thing is the power unit. So yeah. mm -hmm. for sure there's an issue there, for sure. And because of that lack of power, they are not able to use the downforce they would want. And well, it lacks power. And then because of that, it also will lack downforce. It's a problem. And on the other end, it seems that Ferrari did a very good job with their power unit because you see mm -hmm. Haas and Alfa Romeo really going up on that standings uh, compared to last year. So Absolutely. Uh, I was reading also that uh, Ryzen, the enterprise that develops biofuel and works with Shell, debuted uh, with a winning. Um, it is um, the first win of... Uh, It is, is it mixed? 
uh, isn't it? I mean, the, um, the fuel the power units are using, it's not uh, 100% ethanol. No, it's only 10% ethanol. Okay, and it was the first time that this company joins a winner at Formula One, and it was uh, with Ferrari. So, uh, a question I really don't know, perhaps you do. Are all the Ferrari engines using the same um, fuel, or they use another provider's fuel? I mean, Alfa Romeo uh, has. Uh, that's a really good question and one that I don't know the answer to. Because I, I know that in Mercedes engines, there are differences. For instance, uh, Aston Martin works yeah. with Aramco mm -hmm. and Mercedes works with Petronas. So, mm -hmm. there are differences. In Ferrari, I don't know, but I'm not seeing, at least I, I don't recall as in Alfa Romeo having some big sponsors in petrol uh, companies. Alfa Romeo has a uh, Orlin, the Polish company, petrol company, am mm -hmm. I right? Yeah. Okay, maybe they are... Let me... I will check and then come back to you in the next <laughs> chapter. Okay, after these messages. But it's an, in, it's an interesting question. But yeah, I don't know. I, I know the case on the Mercedes power unit, but in Ferrari I, I'm, not, I'm not aware. But yeah, and talking about the Ferrari power unit and how it's well developed, We saw Kevin Magnussen finishing P5 uh, mm -hmm. with the Haas after one year away from Formula One. And the last year he was in Formula One fighting for the last positions. So what a comeback. How, how your life can change in two weeks, really. <laughs> in fact, he was the, my favorite one when he was working with Romain Grosjean uh, mm -hmm. at Haas. I, he, he really did a, a good work. Um, mm -hmm. Perhaps he, he is getting out the experience with the with the American categories. I don't know, but he did a, a great job. I, I was expecting a good one, a good one. I mean his work, but it was superb. It was a great amazing, and it was really yeah. And it was really great to see um, how happy the team was. That's and the, and the guy and Kevin Magnussen, I think I never saw a guy so happy in a Formula One week. I was very happy because of him, because he was just like smiling. He was like, oh, <laughs> so happy, man. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> and, and it was yep. funny because Antonio Felix Sacosta was commentating live on TV. And he was talking about Kevin Magnussen because he knows him a little bit. Yeah, and so... He was talking that he thinks that he experienced in prototype racing, uh, endurance racing, mm -hmm. uh, was really good for moderate a little bit more his aggressiveness, we can say. And then he, in a funny way, he commented that, yeah, but you know, he still has a, like a, a loose screw or he, he lost a screw <laughs> there in his head. And, and like the, the narrator was like, oh, but... Oh, I don't know about that. And he said, don't worry, he, he would be happy if you told that about him. <laughs> <laughs> it, like it's a well. compliment for him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, nice in fact, uh, in fact uh, uh, he is a little bit insane, I think. 
Uh, do you remember that uh, death matches with his uh, teammate uh, were completely unbelievable? <laughs> you must be a little bit crazy to do that. Well, but he, he did a great, great job and for that race uh, has became the, the fourth, uh, no, the third team at the Constructors Championship. Yeah, because Red Bull got zero points. Yeah. And also a good job for Valtteri Bottas, really strong on that Alfa Romeo. Also finishing on the points, both Alpines, like we were talking before, it seems like a, a good car. They will not fight for victories right now, but a good car and Alcon better than Alonso. And also to finish, uh, to mention these, like the good guys, <laughs> Yuki Tsunoda finishing on the points, which was good. And Zhu Guan Yu, because he says that you are supposed to say his name like this, not Guan Yu Zhu, but Zhu Guan Yu. Okay, so I, I will, I will, I will attend that request. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, First race and first point for him, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. Very remarkable. Very. Also, Albon did a good job during the qualifying yeah. and the first half of the race. Mm-hmm. But the car is, is not um, strong enough to keep the no. pace during the whole race. So finally, he couldn't score points. Mm-hmm. And completely agree. And for the others, uh, Mick Schumacher maybe should have done a little bit more. Lance Stroll and Hulkenberg, well, Stroll was stronger in the race, but man, he was beaten by Hulkenberg on the qualifying. He can't allow that to happen. A guy that was sitting at home one year. But yeah, in the race, at least he got his way. McLaren, I don't even want to talk about him. They don't deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how bad they are. (laughs) And unfortunately, Pierre Gasly uh, was doing a good race but also an issue, so we had three uh, Red Bull on the mm-hmm. uh, engines, or I don't know what the... Failing. Whatever the name, mm. yeah. Whatever the, the name they have, but yeah, three engines <laughs> failing there. Not good, not good. And with this, we can fly to another venue. <laughs> yes, for sure, but we are going to travel not far from there. We are going to go on in the Middle East. Yeah to the explosive site. <laughs> it was very strange to hear uh, Helmut Marcus say that for Max it was okay, but he was a little bit surprised about Chico. How can he be afraid of rockets, if I'm saying properly, <laughs> if yeah. he was born in Mexico DF? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you can expect from like a almost 80-year-old grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, he is, but yeah. he is yeah. not our grandpa. <laughs> that is it, the thing. It's like a racist opinion. Absolutely. But w- with without the intention, like in his head, it's everything he said was completely normal. <laughs> well, <laughs> like no clue. Yes, I think it, uh, there's no filter for him. Mm. <laughs> but in fact, there is a, a whole part of the paddock that thinks like him. <laughs> that is the worst part. Oh uh, yeah, probably, bro. But please tell us what happened. What was the event? Well. 
as you may know, um, there are um, political problems among German. Is that uh, how uh, you must pronounce it? Uh, yeah, Yemen. Yeah. Yemen. Okay. And uh, Saudi Arabia, and they are fighting um, a piece of territory that is very rich in petrol. So this war is all time going on. It's been two or three years, I don't know. Uh, and this time there were a few attacks during during the, the preparation of the Grand Prix. So there were explosions uh, 16 kilometers away from the circuit. So it was very hard to take the decision only for economical... I, 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 now I can make a, a, a racist comment. Yes. It's a joke, but a normal Friday in the Middle East. <laughs> Perhaps the <maybe>. joke. <laughs> so it was a, a, a very normal weekend in the Middle East. Helmut and other people, I think, said, "Okay, let's go on." Which is the problem? Yeah. And you know, when I was watching the um, the quali, and suddenly I saw red flags all around the the track. And there was nothing to see in the TV, so there was nothing, just the, the empty track. I thought um, that there was a kind of attack <laughs> during the the quality. Mm. And finally, it was Mick. But, <laughs> but the first <laughs> thing I thought is an explosion, an attack. <laughs> no, no. No, no. And, well, that led uh, in the accident during the second weekend of the um, F1 uh, season. Mm. Uh, yeah, it didn't start well, as we already discussed, for external reasons. But yeah, this track is fun, dangerous but fun, and a, a really good challenge for drivers. It's amazing how close they are to the walls. Mick is in the walls, not just close, uh, unfortunately for him. <laughs> but yeah, it was a Another great qualifying. It seemed that Sainz at, at the pole secured. Then Charles Leclerc beat him. And then out of nowhere, Sergio Perez made the lap of his life and took pole mm -hmm. position. Really good. And already, uh, uh, not already, but again, Ferrari and Red Bull showing what they are up to. Uh, really strong. And on another level compared to the others. On the other hand, Mercedes, which we hope that would catch to, to those two, so we could have a three-team a three fight. It seems it was even worse. And I think mm -hmm. it's interesting to be even worse in a track that uh, you are always accelerating. So, yeah, Hamilton was eliminated in Q1. And I amazing. think that, that says... Was it, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that says it all. Mm -hmm. For the race, another amazing race. I think it was even better than the first one. Yeah, The fight um. are, is really good between Charles and uh, Max. Unfortunately for Sergio Perez, he was out of luck with the safety car situation and all. But mm -hmm. it was a really good fight for first position. DRS aesthetics all over the place. It was really fun to watch. And you 
saw on the podium that both of them enjoy that one. Absolutely, there was a, a there was a, a kind of greet among mm -hmm. um, among them. Uh, let me finish it again. Yeah, <laughs> the opportunity for Max to win. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I think they are really close. <laughs> In fact, yeah, he's he's getting payments under the under the <laughs> table. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There were three or four cars with um, mechanical issues. Tsunoda didn't even start the race. Richardo gave up. Alonso quit. Uh, yes. Well, Bottas. Mm -hmm. Yes, Bottas, who was doing a great work. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And Mick didn't even start because of the car. It was absolutely impossible to recover that mm -hmm. uh, unit from one yeah. to the eight to another. Mm. And it was interesting, the failures, because it's uh, one Red Bull engine, uh, one Alpine, one Ferrari, and two Mercedes. And it, I'm not 100% sure, but I think they were all power unit related. Uh, do you know? I, I think so, except from Latifi, the other ones. No, yeah, but I, I was not... Uh, Latifi Counting was on, on him, not on yeah. Him. yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Fernandez power unit uh, stopped working. Also, Richardo. Well, um, Tsunoda didn't uh, even. He had a, an issue with uh, with brakes temperature during the, um, mm -hmm. the quali. But I don't know if that was the. Um, mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, I think uh, Bottas had sorry so also that that problem. I don't do about the other ones. Yeah, but I think they were all power units related. And uh, you were talking about Alonso. What a fight with Ocon. Also yes. a real duo. <laughs> a few minutes ago we were speaking about Magnussen and Grosjean. They are a dogfight almost among brothers. But this one and uh, the team uh, like her say nothing about that. They, they were misusing their resources to fight one each other instead of going, going farther together, instead of working as a team. I don't know, Ocon did, did the same uh, to Perez in the past. Perhaps this time he's a Frenchman in a French team. He feels more comfortable, perhaps he feels like the number one driver. I don't know. It was spectacular. But yeah, I think it's the pink car. The pink car <laughs> for Oakland <laughs> doesn't work. It make it uh, it drives him mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and finally, how are the results? I mean, the the championship. How does it goes? Well, we probably uh, all are thinking, and no, also, <laughs> uh, Charles Leclerc is leading the championship. And signs is second. Ferrari did a lot of points in the like strong start. They some years ago in 2017 and 18 they also had strong starts. The problem for them was to keep up the pace and development during the season. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens this year. But yeah, top uh, five: Leclerc, Sainz, Verstappen, Russell, Hamilton. And some curiosities is Magnussen eighth position. Yeah, I think that's a good curiosity. Oh, and another one is. It's Ricciardo in 19th position. Mm. So, yeah, six drivers still with zero points. 
Mitchell Marker, Lonstrol, Nico Hulkenberg, Albon, Ricciardo e Lakiti. Uh, I think that Mitchell Marker and Ricciardo sooner or later will have fun. The others, I doubt, I doubt it, especially Hulkenberg, <laughs> because he probably will not drive anymore. <laughs> uh, I think Battelle is trying to n not get back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like two months will pass and you'll be like, yeah, still told you guys. Yeah, yeah, still positive. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Sorry. I, I can't drive, I can't drive, please. Yeah. Nico. Long COVID. <laughs> Please, Nick, do it for myself. <laughs> but and in the Constructors' is, Championship... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, just too close. In the Constructors' Championship, of course, Ferrari leading with 78 points, already 40 points ahead of the second classified, which is Mercedes, with one point more than Red Bull, because Red Bull zero points on the first race. So, yeah, two teams with zero points, Williams and Aston Martin. And, interestingly enough, the last three teams have Mercedes engines. I'll leave with that. <laughs> it will be hard, something to deal with during the whole season. Mm. But there is no engine problem there. Not <laughs> No, no, no. We believe you. We do not, yeah. but we... <laughs> do you know what Hamilton being eliminated in Q1 made me remember? No. Please Mickey, me. no! <laughs> no, Mickey, no! <laughs> That is not uh, fair! <laughs> <laughs> Poor Toto. But yeah, they have a yeah. lot of work to do and we all hope that they are able to do it and join the fight because three teams fighting is better than two. Absolutely. And we are going to Australia after this uh, incredible starting. Yeah, we'll go to Australia. Already Mercedes saying they will have some updates. Red Bull says that they will have a big update for the race. Uh, following Australia, which is Imola. It will be an eventful year regarding development and updates. So I think ev not every race, but there can be something new regarding the order of the teams. Almost any race, because they can discover something that will give them an edge. Okay, and we will be there reviewing and commenting on that, for sure. Okay, Joao, it was a pleasure. Please follow us on our social media. Yeah, on Instagram and Spotify and YouTube. So, let's say goodbye and let's keep in touch. And soon, really soon, we will be back here with our podcast called... <laughs> As the blend. See you on the next chapter.